0: Hey guys, real quick, I just wanted to uh, call some attention to a great YouTube channel that I think you all should check out. Uh, He's a friend of mine, a fellow heathen. He's the Godi of the Hridgar folk out there in East Texas, United States. And his name is Eric Wordweaver Shervin. uh, And his YouTube channel is called The Raven's Call. Um, If you go to YouTube and just search The Raven's Call and the YouTube search, you'll find his channel. He does weekly videos Usually uploads, I believe, on Wednesday, really early Wednesday morning, uh, Central Time. I think his videos typically go up like 4 a.m. Central Time. So they're up really early in the day, in the middle of the week. Great content. Um, really neat approach to, to heathenry. He's got a, a great, um, I think, a great view um, for not just you know heathens coming into this path new, um, but also folks that have kind of been treading this path for a while and maybe... Uh, learning things as they go. And, and Eric's a great source to learn things from. I know I've learned a lot. So I definitely encourage everybody that's listening here on the podcast to take a moment and go check out Eric's channel. Again, that's The Raven's Call. Uh, he also does some neat uh, media reviews on that channel, um, uploaded on a different schedule. I think he calls that the uh, Raving Raven's Reviews. Uh, it's pretty fun stuff. He does like uh, reviews on video games, movies, uh comics uh basically i think video uh uh, any kind of media really um so that he just started that but anyways really great channel really awesome guy um i've had uh the pleasure of collaborating with him a bit so please go ahead and check out eric's channel appreciate your guys support let's get back to the podcast Hey everybody, welcome back to this episode of Midgard Musings. Thanks for listening today. My name is Jesse, and as I've mentioned in most of my other previous podcasts, you can find me on Facebook and YouTube. Head over to facebook.com slash Midgard Musings TN and check out my live streams, which happen every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Central Time. um, Central Standard Time in the uh, Daylight Savings Times podcast. Time of the year and this time of year of course is Central daylight time so 7 p.m central time you can tune into the facebook live streams over there on the facebook page and then subscribe to the youtube channel which is youtube.com midgard musings i upload new content every sunday night and it's uh, pretty much just covering various norse heathenry related subjects things that may strike my interest or fancy at the time there's also a lot of various um, sort of series types of things that i run if you go over to the YouTube channel and check out the playlist section over there, you will see the various types of series that I run. All right, So check all that stuff out. Your support there on those various platforms are appreciated. And thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, in the last episode, we talked a bit about Frith. And one of the subjects that came up kind of loosely during that um, discussion was Inengard and Utengard. We, we kind of alluded a little bit to what those things are in that last episode. And I said that, you know, in an upcoming episode, we'd be talking a bit more about what those things specifically mean. So we're going to talk about that now. This is a uh, Inengard versus Utengard uh, sort of discussion. Okay. Um, just a little bit of a um, disclaimer ahead of time, the things that I say are my views on this podcast and on my channel and on the Facebook page. It does not necessarily represent the larger collective heathen worldview because I don't feel that like there is such a thing. Um, the worldview of heathens at large um, can vary from you know, tribe to tribe, kindred to kindred, so on and so forth. So these are my views. These are my opinions. Um, and these are how I see things and it doesn't necessarily reflect what the larger heathen collective views things as all right so that just kind of is a disclaimer for everybody listening uh to kind of understand that this is where i see things and or how i see things all right so let's start with uh talking about the innengard or inner yard as it were all right um so one thing that we kind of need to you know, nail right off the, the the bat is that the the concepts of these things are an ancient concept. They come from an arch heathen time frame that predates um, the modern view of society, um, and it and it even it, it predates even the Christianization of uh, Scandinavia and Germanic countries. Um, since we're talking about Norse heathenry and, and Germanic paganism a bit in general. Um, what we're what we're talking about right now is the way society was viewed during you know pre-christian scandinavia um many modern societies especially now and uh, specifically those kind of in western society place a very strong focus or emphasis on you know individualism being your own person being your own thing this that and the other um ancient germanic societies place a stronger focus on group identity all right and specifically their uh, culture kind of focused or taught that um, an individual should act in a way that is going to produce or provide with the best interest of the group or collective in mind okay so what that group is what informs the identity of the individual, so to speak, and that group um, is called the inner yard, uh, or in Old Norse, innengarder, uh, innengard in Old English, that which lives clo- kind of quote, like within the enclosure, the inner yard, right? Um, it definitely references a physical fence that surrounds, or, or at that ta- at that time, surrounded Germanic villages, ancient. Uh, villages that these people sort of lived and survived in, right? So historically speaking, you know if if you were living back in that time, your inner yard uh, was made up probably most likely of somewhere between you know two to four homesteads as as an average. Um, and and it was the, the the community was that of a farming or agriculture sort. Um, the villages were separated. You know from the wilderness or from the outside with some sort of fencing, and you would see this, and you can still see this in some reconstruction uh, or reconstructed um, villages in in modern times, in in Iceland, in some places, um, because it represents a boundary between civilization and nature. You know, um, to the ancient heathens or arch heathens, uh, old Germanic tribes, civilization, Represented our uh, the mankind, uh, those that within that fenced-in area, uh, mankind, law and order, justice, justice, things of lawness, lawfulness, goodness and frith, which we talked about in the previous episode. Um, whereas the nature of the outside, everything outside of the fenced-in area, represented chaos, da, danger, death, um, lawlessness, villainy. Um, and that which falls outside of frith the frithlessness if you will um so the 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 parts of the natural world that existed within the boundaries of civilization uh were considered that which we or they uh could ally ally with right humankind's allies and then everything else was its enemy so to speak the Things outside of the fenced-in area, everything outside was Butengard. So the inner yard for the old uh, heathens, the arch heathens, these Germanic or, or you know proto-Norse or proto-Indo-European tribes, um, kind of consisted of your families. Uh, we all helped one another to survive on a day-to-day basis. This was the ancient construct of how society survived and lived. They were the people that you helped frith with and it was a different view of the world right so now as in modern times as as we as modern modern heathens um our inner yard can be called many things um some people will c- sort of use the term kindred or clan or tribe um to describe the collective of folks that inhabit our inner yard our in guard it's a bit more of a um, it, it's not so much of a specific thing, uh, as as it were in ancient times, as it is um, sort of a, uh, a descriptive thing. Now, um, you can have multiple hearths, multiple homes that make up an inner yard, um, and then you and, you know inner yards can expand and shrink or diminish over time. Um, but the the main thing, sort of the 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 strong that that keeps that inner yard a thing is that frith bond you know you can't have two people that uh, uh, or you you, you literally just can't have two people (laughs) that are considered part of the inner yard the requirements are that there are more than just the two you know you have a larger collective Um, it, it can consist of blood relatives or close friends um, but there's there's definitely a larger collective that's just more than one or two people that have developed a frith bond, right? And it doesn't even necessarily mean. I, I think that there's a uh, local area to to be tied uh, to that. Um, although some folks will argue that your inner yard does mean a very geo- you know selective geographical location. I personally will will view that as such. My inner yard is literally what is within the enclosure of my homestead. Um, those who I allow in, those who I invite in to my homestead and to my hearth, um, after a certain period of time, will become in in guard. Um, given the fact that you can have frith breakers. As your blood relatives you know so back in the day when when you're in was those of your closest kin your your blood relatives um, th- there are times when those blood relatives can break frith um, and as such are now útengard. they are outside of that inner circle and so you can have folks who are not your blood relatives you can have folks who are not your blood kin that can be a part of your inner circle a part of your inner yard um, Back in the day, back in ancient times, anybody who did break earth, anything who anyone who did do things to be of a detriment um, to the in guard were exiled. And they were cast out. They were what is called kneething. Um So they were, they, were and guard and they, were, they were outlawed, and they were outlawed, and they did things that if, if they were able to earn their way back in to the inner circle, um, it, it took a lot of effort and took a lot of extra action on their part so even though that we as modern heathens don't necessarily have to worry about daily survival in the same sense as our you know uh heathen ancestors arch heathen ancestors the the inner yard or the inn guard is still critical to our functions as as heathens There i i feel that it's still something that needs to be focused on as a as, as something that means uh that that there's that there's value to it you know we are as human beings as 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 our species if you will we are by design social creatures we are social animals we do not thrive in isolation no matter how much you think you are an introvert no matter how much you think or, or or recognize yourself as being somebody who operates best uh isolated my opinion and my thoughts is that deep down inside you are a creature designed to thrive in a society okay you can only get so far as an individual you are designed and you are you are made to survive there there are the human body the human mind can do can accomplish extraordinary things individually speaking we can do things that um when when pushed into a corner when backed up in, in hard times we can accomplish great things and I'm not taking away from that or diminishing from that but you know we are we are social creatures we are social animals that thrive with our society we, we do better in a collective we are we are group minded we 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 are naturally designed to prefer the company of people like us and those that we who have like minded approaches to things um, that is just a natural thing we we would prefer to be around those who think like us and view things like us versus over people who don't okay so what a modern what what we as modern heathens can do is we can benefit from using a model uh, of the inner yard versus the outer yard the inner guard versus the utengard, as sort of a guideline for navigating our interpersonal relationships, even though the context of those relationships have changed modern day versus ancient times right so with going back kind of covering over what the inner yard or innengard exists is within the enclosure the utengard uh, utengard in old norse is what exists beyond that um, and for our ancestors it again, again kind of recapping it is that which is outside the the dangers the monsters the, the jotnar, the trolls the 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 and the, the wolves the dragons all these various you know creatures of de- of demise and chaos that exist outside of order the the the, 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 the 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 sort of things that want to insert chaos and destruction not necessarily uh, evil by nature but just things that represented harsh natural destruction or landscapes of things that didn't do anything good to Proceed and produce a good civilized society. You know, so if you guys hear dogs barking, it's just my dogs that are welcoming in newcomers here into the home. So apologize for that. But in our modern day, we're, we you know we have more knowledge of what exists in our world beyond the civilization borders. Um, we have modern science knowledge. We have we, we we've evolved as human beings. We've become way more. Um, evolved as, as a species. Um, we we recognize that these chaotic forces of nature exist. You know, natural forces of disaster, droughts, temper temperamental tides of of of, of you know just again natural disasters things like the oceans tides the storms and wild animals and all these other things that can cause damage to humanity um, just like our, our, our heathen ancestors are we as modern humans you know should should we, we, we still need to recognize that and, and exercise caution when dealing with the outside natural forces things that don't do any good for our growth as a society um, things that we can control, we we should focus on being careful of. Obviously, the things that we can't control—storms, the, the, the you know the natural disasters—we we just kind of have to deal with as they come. Um, and in a similar vein, you know, a person should exercise caution when dealing with other folks, other humans, outside of our inner circle, because there will come times when people, you know, interact with others of different views, different civilizations, different. Uh, societal constructs uh, and they can either bring good or they can bring bad they can bring pain and chaos um, into our lives and then um, you know strangers that come through people that we know or, or learn about can be either a friend or enemy it it, it leaves or it remains to be seen what a new acquaintance can bring um, it's really only after the frith bond has been established through the gifting cycle which will be probably the next subject of our our conversations is the gifting cycle that that builds frith that that builds good luck with not just ourselves with our collective tribes you know so that is uh my delivery of inundgard versus utengard Anxious to hear what you guys think. If you want to reach out to me through email, feel free to do so at uh, midgardenmusingstn at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. You can reach out to me through YouTube, comment down in the videos, check the description areas in the YouTube channel for ways that you can support Midgard Musings through Patreon, through PayPal, through purchasing uh, merchandise available from Teespring and Redbubble. There's all that stuff that you can find on the YouTube channel, Check out the description and all the videos for ways that you can support Midgard Musings. Thank you all so much for listening today. I know this was a bit of a longer episode, but I do appreciate your support and listening to what I have to say. So thank you all again. And until next time, hail. May your ancestors smile on you and may the gods continue to walk with you.